Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Richard Herring. Hello, welcome to the show. It's called Rich Herring's Edinburgh Fringe Podcast, or as some of the cool kids are calling it now, Rahef. That's the new thing. That's the new thing that kids have started calling it. Uh, lovely to see you all. Thanks for coming. It's uh, nearly the end of the Fringe. So I'm kind of, I'm actually now suddenly going, oh, I wish it wasn't going to end after about two weeks ago. Why can't I go home? <laughs> now I'm going, I want to stay. It's fun. Because uh, I'm feeling a bit better. I'm wearing my T-shirt, King of Edinburgh, the Silver Jubilee Tour. Six stars, six stars, Metro. Got six stars in the Metro. It's amazing, that. Uh, so, uh, oh, still can't get over it. Uh, so, uh, everything's going pretty well. I had a nice time of set list last night and uh, went out. We've got some prizes for you later. Look, we, someone's going to win this later. <laughs> Mainly visual there for the people at, people at home. <laughs> I, mean, I like the people at home to try and guess what that was. I mean, I'm not going to tell them. <laughs> I didn't do it very well, so you didn't get a, even a sound effect. Uh, and uh, there's been some good news. It was like suddenly this, the news has been rubbish. I haven't really been reading the papers either, which means my topical stuff hasn't been great. Uh, but there's been proper good, uh, funny news uh, for the last for yesterday. Uh, Prince Harry, that was funny. It's, it's uh, been seen. The thing is, there's a bit, I've seen the pictures. Have you seen the picture of me sort of naked? And they've, uh, he's kind of it's completely naked, and you can see his bum. But they've put an asterisk over his asshole. That's just like censoring an arsehole with another arsehole. That's uh, <laughs> it's just like it's a stunt arsehole they've put over the top. I feel sorry for him, Prince Harry, because you know he gets into trouble if he dresses up in a Nazi uniform. People get angry about them. If he doesn't dress up in a Nazi uniform, people get annoyed. Well, well, he can't win, can he? What's going on? And it's a bit, you know, it's a bit horrible. I'm glad that they're not allowed to print the papers. In the, the papers have been told they can't print the picture because it's, it's essentially someone taking a photo of you in private. He's a young man. He's allowed to go and play naked billiards and he if he wants and jump on girls if they want to, they want that to happen that's all right uh, so the person who took the photo is the horrible person there but i'm I, in tribute to him the next me one versus me two snooker <laughs> podcast i do i'm going to do naked i'm going to do completely naked uh, you won't be it's an audio podcast so it'll be all right but i am going to put an asterisk over my anus just for fun, really. Um, and uh, my, the other, really, the thing I loved yesterday, which I hope you saw this uh, on the BBC website and a few other websites, was that there was uh, this 80-year-old woman in Italy who's tried to restore a fresco in a church. Have you seen this? So there's a, there's a kind of flaking picture of Jesus, very beautiful picture of Jesus, and she's had a go at restoring it. And, you know, I don't know what qualifications she had for it, but <laughs> it's ended up looking like basically a monkey. Uh, that's, but... Which, you know, it's kind of funny, and then it makes you go, oh, my God, this is terrible. She's destroyed a work of art. There's no way back for the work of art. But doesn't that make it a fantastic work of art? I mean, that is, <laughs> it certainly made, made me feel more than the original picture. If you've just seen the rich picture, I go, oh, yeah, another picture of Jesus looking a bit upset. <laughs> Fucking moany. Uh, I'm being crucified again. Uh. But now he looks like a monkey. It makes me... That, that moved me. It moved me to laughter. It moved me to tears. And they're, they're talking about covering up, you know, re- trying to either cover it up or just put a picture of the original picture over the top. I don't think they should do that. I think they should... Co- they'll get tourists going to see it, the monkey Jesus, won't it? <laughs> what I want to do is take a friend there and then make him go to sleep and then wake up and then show him the picture and say he's woken up in an alternate reality where Planet of the Apes has come true. <laughs> it's a monkey Jesus. I'd like, you know, I'd like a monkey Jesus. Why can't the monkeys have a Jesus? They should, they, not the, like the band, the monkeys, that would be stupid, but the, uh, the actual animals, the monkeys, he must come back to all species. That's why it's taken him a long time to return, because there are a lot of species of animals and he's working his way through. I think you'll find the monkey Christians of Italy will be, that church, where there'll be a lot of monkeys going there to worship their Jesus, who there he crucified uh, in a tree. Uh, but, uh, so that was fun for me. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a good one. So uh, uh, we we got a fantastic guest today. I think we'll kind of crack crack on. Uh, there's only five more to go. Fuck you. <laughs> Episode twenty one. Yeah, you specifically. <laughs> just a bit, a bit of snoff, snotty nose. I just sniffed back there. It went right down the back of my throat as I was uh, talking. I can't really sp- spit it out. It would be impolite. I've just had to swallow it and go with it. Too much information for you, is that? You seem a very reserved audience. Were you expecting me uh, here? Or have, you come, have, you come ex- have you come expecting someone else? Because some people came to Talking Cock last night and walked out after about five minutes. You kind of go, what were you expecting? I mean, there's, there was sort of a clue in the name. Uh, this, I mean, maybe it wasn't offensive enough. They thought this is too, 
too nice a look at the penis. I wanted more grotesque. <laughs> I imagine, though, maybe they did think it would be a ventriloquist thing. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> there are still tickets to Talking Cock. If you want to come tonight, Thursday night, you might be too late at home. It's still two for one. Uh, if you go and buy tickets from the other belly, you, if you went tomorrow, it's going to cost you £16 to come tomorrow. You could go for £7 today. I'd buy tickets today if I were you. If I, you know, that's lunatic. But it'd be nice if you bought the expensive ones because I'm not going to. I've got a new kitchen, so uh, <laughs> so do come on Friday and Saturday as well, you idiots. Uh, but uh, and who knows what will happen on Sunday for the last one? But we've got f- five more of these, and our guest today is a fantastic satirical comedian who I expect will take down the news today with those stories. I'll give him those stories, see what he does with them. Uh, he's very funny. We pre- he's got the best poster in Edinburgh. I, that is, and I, I've got nearly the best poster in Edinburgh, and I bow to him as the king of posters. Will you please welcome the incredible Nick Doody, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully coming through that door. Is he? Yeah, there he is. Hello. Look, it's Nick Doody. Nick Doody's poster, uh, which we have mentioned in another part. Hello, Nick, I should say. Hello. And uh, thank you for coming down on this uh, late in the... Uh, we did mention it very early on as my favourite poster. In the, It's got uh, a massive poster, like the massive posters they have uh, for everyone, and it just says, look at this massive picture of my face on it. That is it. That's so you just hand me show. a flyer, which is small, and it says, look at this smaller picture of my face. <laughs> <laughs> but what I like about it, Nick, and I don't know if they, how this has worked out for you, is I wouldn't say, with no meaning to be offensive, you're not... <laughs> You're not the most recognisable comedian in Edinburgh. Not, not even in my own home. <laughs> and, no. uh, you know, you've not, you're not really... I mean, I don't know what TV you've done, but you've not done massive amounts of TV. Not recently. Uh, and Crime so, watch. <laughs> and uh, yet there are no details on the poster no, of who all. you are no. or what your show is. And that's why no. I think it's the best poster. <laughs> I can't... Is it... That is what I wanted to do. That all <laughs> Just last year, I was just going to the Pleasance and there was picture after picture after picture of people with... You know, the twin Edinburgh poses you're allowed to do as a comedian. <laughs> Mum, I've finished my homework! And then followed by the sultry ones. Oh, you've surprised me getting off a horse. And, just, and I just thought how funny it'd be if after one, after another, after another of these, you just saw the one that just said, look at this massive picture of my face. And then I thought, I don't even want to have any details on it. <laughs> just to take the piss out of every other poster. Well, for so a while, I'd only, seen, no audiences. I'd, only seen, uh, I'd only seen one of them, and for a minute I thought there was just one. Uh, that's what I thought as well. <laughs> that you spent all your money making this one big poster. No, 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 I put it by the meadows, and that was it, but there no, are some. I've seen two. Them. There are two. <laughs> really, there's only two. And for a while, I've only one, them, because then. somebody nicked the one from the meadows. <laughs> so some student's wall just has a massive picture of my face. I don't seem to be able to wank anymore. It's like... <laughs> But I also, it's like it looks like it's three-dimensional. It look when I when you first come. Well, it and is look in at real it, life. It's well, like, your face does look three-dimensional <laughs> now, so it's an accurate representation of that. But most photos don't look three-dimensional. But as I was walking towards it, I thought, has he actually done one of those? You know, when you were little, you, sometimes in cereal packets they give you a little three-dimensional picture of my face, <laughs> <laughs> baby face. I uh, no, really wheat a bit tired. <laughs> I did. But so I thought, I thought you'd done something to treat it, but it's just your face is kind of weird. If it's, <laughs> I guess anyone. Face is pretty I, weird. I have if you a three D face. <laughs> that is my unique selling point. <laughs> Maybe have a four D face. So then, when you take a photograph of it, it becomes three D. It just takes one D off the photo. Yeah. Time. <laughs> <laughs> so what is just what's the show about? The look at the massive face. picture. Um, of my face. Loads of stuff. So much sort of publicity and getting older and. Some people are cat people. Some people are dog people. It's not about that. <laughs> um, all sorts of stuff. It's an hour of stand-up. Seamlessly blending lots of notes together. (laughs) Whereabouts are you? Let's get that out of the way. Cannon's Gate. Seeing it's not on the poster. Uh, (laughs) Or is that too... Is it too much to give away where you actually are? You have to find me. You have to find out who I am, where I am, (laughs) what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. You have to match... (laughs) Match the performer up to the poster. Just yeah. take one around with you. That seems about right. Yeah. What about, I think. Well, you know, you're probably too young to remember Masquerade, but Masquerade was this book where uh, there was like a children's book where you could find a golden hair if you've solved the puzzles in it. I like kind of wonder. Yeah, like a golden hair, like a, a rabbit hair. Oh right, right. Okay. <laughs> a golden pube. It was yeah. no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just he play a man with blonde hair and just plucked <laughs> it out. There you go. Uh, but. Uh, but no, maybe that would be quite good because we spend a lot of money on publicity. Maybe just have a massive prize for whoever can find you. Say, I am, <laughs> I am hidden somewhere in Edinburgh. Where's if you can, Doody? If you can find me, if you can find me, I'll do a show and I'll give you f- yeah. three thousand pounds. <laughs> wearing a red amazing. bobble hat, but it probably well, you know, you wouldn't make any money, I suppose. But 
Yeah, it could, that, it could work be the normal Edinburgh economics, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so you, what do you think about Prince Harry? You're a satirical comedian, Am keep, I? Okay. keeping up on the news all the time. I expect you've got worked out some it's jokes. Stuart, I went in the other day and Stuart Lee's behind me. There's two children and he introduced me to his tiny child. <laughs> this is Nick Doody. He's a satirist. <laughs> <laughs> As you can imagine, the child. <laughs> <laughs> they said, do some satire. Um, <laughs> He's very, he looks so like Stuart Lee, that, yeah, that boy. It's, uh, it's just it's like 100% Stuart Lee's DNA. He's basically putting a, the grow bag that is his wife. He's, plant, he's planted a seed. Ah. It's like back, but in Victorian times, they genuinely believe that was what, that's how uh, children were born. A, a homunculus, a tiny, your sperm, yeah, yeah. Were, your sperm were full of tiny little men, uh, and you, you, a man would have sex with a lady, and that would be planted, and the, then it would just grow in the fertile they did, they soil did. of the woman's womb. They thought a lot of things. They thought rags gave birth to mice as well. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> we now know it's the other way around. Yeah, it is. <laughs> So, um, so do you, you, you've seen. What do you think about Prince Harry in the, the uh, naked pictures he of Prince? He's, done, he's, oh, had, naked he's had naked pictures of him right. playing billiards, and, is that and he's sort of grabbing a girl. Well, he's, he's, in his, he's in his. Well, he's in his the privacy of his own room. Uh, you're not a very good satirist. You've got to read the papers. That's the first thing oh, you've got to... Uh, I thought that that is the second most offensive of his birthday suits. Yes. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, he knew all about it, really. Uh, but uh, it's kind of weird I mean it's one of those things I mean I think with you know it, it sort of happens with comedy as well I guess but like someone's doing with it, in this instance someone's doing something in the privacy of their own right. hotel room Castle, in, in Las Vegas he's in Las Vegas Las he's a Vegas. young man he's a single man <coughs> he's kind of allowed to go and play naked strip billiards with it I mean it's yeah. b- billiards is an odd thing to be playing I wouldn't have thought it must be quite hard to get billiards in Las Vegas I would have thought so uh, the, the thing that I think is interesting did he like pay Someone to fly a billiard table because I don't know, Matt. Do you think the do America have billiards? It's a very kind of yeah, the, empi- the an pool. empire game. Well, pool's not a billiards. So no, he wasn't playing true. strip pool. He was playing strip billiards, by which I presume well, like, he means. The one, that's the bit of the story that really needs yeah, nailing down. It does. Well, was, was, it, was it winner stays <laughs> on? I mean, what are we talking? <laughs> How <laughs> was there a billiard table in in America? Unless there's another form of billiards. I don't think they play. You know, billiards is like three balls: a white a white ball, a white ball with a spot, and a red ball. And you get your cannon. It's a very complicated kind of game from the empire. Uh, that you never and, see and anywhere. You don't seem to see it in balls. the United Kingdom. So they might, at least he had the balls. For, they might, they might have. They had, it might have been a pool table. He thought, I've, luckily, I've brought my billiard balls yes. with me. We can have a. Can't we play strip pool, Prince Harry? No, we play billiards. That's <laughs> what we. So I think that's interesting. But surely the bad person in the situation is the woman taking photos and then selling them to the paper of so. a private thing. Although it's, it's hard not to. <laughs> yeah. If you're otherwise, in a room naked, you've got to, you've got to No, I, t- I, t- I took. I, I was playing. Billiards with Prince Harry and he got naked and we kept playing. <laughs> right, and you have a camera phone. <laughs> but this is just a story with no evidence. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very... I, mean, I think he could have got away with it because there's also that woman who always does those photos of famous people from a distance and it's lookalikes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Alice it could easily yeah. be one of those because he's just sort of turning around like that. You'd have to, you know, it, you'd it, have, to have to mark, match his arsehole to... Yeah, uh, you'd okay. have to take an arsehole print... Those are not royal balls. <laughs> <laughs> and did, did you see the monkey Jesus? In the I didn't ch- see it, but I read the story. Oh, man. That's very funny. <laughs> That's lovely. And it's, 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 anything where someone totally means to do the right yeah. thing and does the absolute worst thing imaginable. <laughs> Oh, I'm, just, you know, I'm an 80-year-old Spanish <laughs> woman with a paintbrush. What could go wrong? Uh, not as steady as once I was, but I'm sure I can just... That's what, I mean, is it, that's what's beautiful about it, is the, it isn't vandalism. It's someone trying, <laughs> yeah, their, yeah. trying their... And I don't think there's enough. There's a lot of art that's really good. There's not enough art of people who aren't very good at doing it, having a crack. Yeah. And, you know, so we just see the really good one. They're sort of... Free, it's like the Olympics. That's about people who are really good at sport. They're not representative of humans. No, right, most humans are pretty rubbish at running. So, like, if yeah, we yeah. if we got this lot to run up and down York Place here for a hundred meters, I mean, the person who did it faster would probably be about twenty five <laughs> seconds. This guy, how how, how fast do you think could run a hundred meters in? Twenty five seconds. He's pretty confident. Do you want to put it to the test? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's all tram there's tram works and stuff out there as well. It's going to be quite hard to run that out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, so that and like most people can't draw. I'm rubbish at drawing. I never get the chance to have a picture I've done done in a church. I really think they should uh, leave uh, it as uh, is. They're does that maybe depend what you're drawing? <laughs> I don't, I don't think it does. A, like this is Prince Harry. <laughs> Prince Harry's arsehole. I'm very good at drawing like big spunking cocks. Right. 
for I've some got, reason you're not able to get any church to accept me. <laughs> it? like, it's like the 11th station of the cross. <laughs> it is. The penis is, you know, in most religions, the penis is a very important thing. I don't want to keep going back to my penis-based research that I've done. I've already had homunculuses, but, you know, the most religions started with the penis and the vagina. And actually, a lot of, most religions started with women as the, the god was a fertile woman, and then everything turned around the other way and became, because of the Judeo-Christians, uh, it became a, a paternalistic god. Uh, so, yeah, we've learned something tonight, haven't we? La- we're laughing and learning this afternoon, aren't we? <laughs> Main, mainly learning in this bit. <laughs> but that's all right. It's good to learn stuff. So I didn't promise it. Be f- Did it say on the poster it would be funny? Did it say on the poster where it was? No. <laughs> you've, done very, you've done very well to get here at all. They're slightly sinister audience, aren't they? But it's, there <laughs> it's, so sometimes it's not my fault. I think, I think we're doing a really brilliant show and the audience are just really staring at us in a slightly sinister way. I think it's the whole setup of the thing. We've just, <laughs> just got a load of people just to sit in a semicircle in the dark. <laughs> it is odd. How are they not going to be at least slightly sinister? <laughs> it's odd. And we're it's sitting like being in a cult, right? We're, we're very Look at us in the light. Listen to our words with our magical sticks to make them loud than any of you. <laughs> Why are they being weird? <laughs> We're very brightly lit as well. It is odd. Yeah. The whole situation is it's unnatural. And also, if you've never been to the stand before, the fact that there's a child apparently about to commit suicide <laughs> immediately behind us. Yeah. Welcome to Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> so I get the other big story, I suppose, is, I mean, it's, it's sort of in comedy terms, but also in now it's kind of permeated into the news. Is kind of uh, rape jokes and then, nice. and then politicians... Baking gaffes about what rape is and what uh, if you can have if I mean one of the politicians in America has said that if a woman is raped she is able to expunge the sperm oh, or something. A woman basically makes a choice that she gets pregnant with someone so that that that's not an issue, which I don't mm. think is biologically correct. No. I'm not sh- <laughs> I'm not a woman, but I'm not sure. Maybe you've been hiding this. You ladies, I mean that could be true, but so it's kind of t- there's a lot of talk about rape. This uh, so comedians that was the way it sort of started. Comedians doing rape gags, which is a yeah. lot of a lot of people doing, which are yeah. quite rubbish rape gags on the whole. Of just quite aggressive. No, I mean in a, in a well, I, couch I, I, read, in irony. I read the piece by Tanya Gold, and the, the, you know, and it listed all these what sound like horrible rape jokes, but also they sounded like just terrible comedians as well. Yeah, you know, I sort of go well, where, you know. Can you name me some by anyone who's any good? <laughs> and then I'll Although judge. there are, some, there are, you know, there are definitely. You could pick on bigger targets of people doing jokes about uh, misogynist ideals, yeah. uh, ideas which um, <coughs> you know could take out of context. I suppose the thing is, I so better comedians are better able to understand irony and understand yeah. where they can push boundaries back. And, and, and you does, trust them more as well. You know, yeah. I mean, Louis C.K. has been on stage forty minutes and does he has a rape joke, but the thing is, just you know for a fact that. He's the butt of the joke. You yeah. totally trust him. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I do, I do. But also, I think what is quite interesting about that, and I think this is the point that Tony Law, the Perrier-nominated comedian... Yes, I'm going to call it the Perrier. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not changing, it's the Perrier. It's, cause, it's a very weak lager, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> but he said, you know, the fact is, actually, there's the, what I thought was noticeable right at the beginning of this fringe is there's fucking hundreds of... Uh, male and female comedians doing stuff about feminism. There's about four right. or five shows about feminism about this. You, you're saying you had a bit about, yeah, about I, the, I, the I rape, no jokes, rape jokes in my show, but I've got about five minutes about rape jokes. <laughs> right. Just about, you know, my position on them. Yes. What is it that they're... Hilarious. <laughs> that, 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 your that position it totally depends you... on the joke. I mean, you know what I mean? Some people go, well, rape's not funny. Yeah, I know. That's why I did a joke, not a rape. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? A, j- a joke doesn't have to be. Do you understand what I'm saying? People go, that is not a fit subject for comedy. What does that mean? Like, jokes don't have to be about things that are already funny. <laughs> you know, like two Jews walking to a bar. Well, how are they walking in a funny way? Well, no, hang on, there's a joke coming. <laughs> they don't have to be funny Jews. Yeah, I mean, I think also picking all the best examples here. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, all interesting. it's interesting. I mean, I think there, there definitely is an, an element where it's worth talking about and worth criticising people who do rubbish material and, yeah, and thoughtless material uh, but I think it's also I think with these big subjects it's kind of the, the pro, I think what's shown from the politicians and Galloway and everyone getting themselves into oh, knots man. is that people don't ever talk about this subject and so if you don't talk about it then people don't then it becomes confusing about it. so they are so Galloway's confused that <laughs> if he has sex with someone who's asleep uh, yeah. which has happened I've had someone's had sex with me when I was asleep uh, who I'd already had sex with. I didn't mind, to be honest. But, um, <laughs> but I think it's at least polite 
to wake them up and ask if they want another go. I, I, think, that, I, think, that's, I think that's the accepted thing. I but think, to be honest, if having sex with them doesn't wake them up, <laughs> either you are very bad at sex <laughs> or they are very good at sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, I just think it's worth checking. Just n- nudging them and go, do, yeah. you want, do you want another go? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll tell you. Yeah, Because well, right. well, Galloway says, you know, if I've achieved, if I've already acquired permission, I don't need to... It was a horrible <laughs> phrase. I don't need to acquire permission for each subsequent insertion. <laughs> that, that, I think that's the quote. And you go, if, if you've ever had sex with George Galloway, write to him now, <laughs> withdrawing permission. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and also it's kind of not, you know, it's my, I'm about to insert yeah, my penis in here. There an, an insertion is found on the doorstep. <laughs> 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 What's going in? Oh. Uh, what's coming out? Uh, but but you know, I think it's. I think you can by covering these subjects in a humorous way. You mm. can actually. I think with what I found with the the talking cock show, which is about you know men's insecurity about their about their <laughs> genitalia, is that men won't talk about that subject in a serious right. way. But if you cover it in comedy, you can actually get some good points across whilst making them laugh. So to actually talk about what. You know, to talk about the levels, you know, I, I think I once someone said, I think there was one of the podcasts I did with Andrew Collins where people were some we were discussing whether rape's ever funny, and I said it, rape right. would be funny if Andrew Collins was being raped by a mouse. I think I said, <laughs> or something like that would be funny. That would be if, if Andrew Collins was being raped by a tiny animal. That would be quite funny because I'd, why? I'd, I'd, why I'd is have not? To, you'd have to be there. <laughs> um. <laughs> you'd have to be there. <laughs> But you know there is there's a, there's a, is, there's no subject that you can't you know yeah. the, that's excluded from comedy and I think in Actually, a way the, the thing you're talking about people not talking about their pains this really happened to me um, a few years ago I had a bit in my Edinburgh show which is a true story about going to the doctor because I'd started coming blood right just when I was coming anyway not like all the time but, uh, <laughs> that's just and, called bleeding I think yeah, yeah. If, if it's happening all and, the time and the bit in the show <laughs> was just about how I had a new doctor and he'd had to check me out in sort of the finger up the bum way and I'd ne- that never, never happened to me before and um, and then I had this problem and the first thing they had to check is the finger up the bum and I went back like a week later so it looked like I'd never had this happen before liked it and then made up a weird story so I could go back and do it again and that's the, the whole bit I'm doing and also about how if you're a comedian try and lighten every situation by making a joke right? And this does, he's not allowed to laugh so it's just not appropriate so he's, he's got his finger on my bum and I'm kind of waving around in this odd way and he goes are you okay? I'm just doing sooty and he's like <laughs> <laughs> anyway that, that's the material and, but the thing is I did a preview in London and uh, I mean I, I don't want to mention Martin Besserman's name but the promoter <laughs> called me a few days later and went um, you know that stuff about you know ejaculating and there being blood in it what did that turn out to be <laughs> well because I'll be honest, um, that's been happening to me. I mean, was it okay? Was it, go to a fucking doctor! <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, it could be anything, mate. Mine was just a bladder infection. Yours could be cancer. Don't, don't wait until you see a comedian who's got material about the same complaint and then phone them later and check what it was. I mean, you're not wrong about <laughs> men not wanting to talk about it. <laughs> it's true, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think if those subjects that, that that are sort of shrouded and and you know that people are worried about talking. And but because people, are, I think a lot of men, if those politicians are that confused about the subject, there must be a lot of men out there that are equally confused about the subject. So just yeah. by clarifying it, either seriously or through <laughs> humour. But you know, it's kind of weird when. I mean, that's more serious, is it? When a, when a politician starts. Spouting oh, yeah. that sort of nonsense, and you sort of think, God, this is actually someone who's, in, who's going to be in charge of it. Does it matter if some student in a, in a f- five minute open spot thinks it's funny to yeah, yeah. ironically pretend to rape women? That's not as bad as A, raping women, but B, uh, someone in charge yeah. of you doing it. Kenneth, so that, Kenneth Clark talking about uh, you know, <coughs> classic rape. <laughs> I mean, imagine being that age, being in politics that long, and not knowing better than to use the phrase uh, classic rape. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking Disney? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh dear, yeah, terrible. Um, I, I, I was uh, yesterday. I was talking about how um, uh, the pub that Time Gentleman Please was the exterior was filmed. The exterior was filmed and has been knocked down. It's oh, quite, right. it's quite an odd thing to witness. Part of your life is sort of smashed down, even though we didn't right. film in there. I wondered if you had experienced anything similar to that. I thought I'd spring that on you. This is my new sprung question. Good, isn't it? 
Because it probably you'll say nothing, but anything it might in my be life be knocked uh, down. Is there? Have you experienced? <laughs> <laughs> have you experienced the strange? Uh, you know, of somewhere you as, as a child, I had a Jenga tower. <laughs> an awful thing happened to it. <laughs> the problem with you is you just have to try and be funny about everything. Uh, don't I? I remember when I was sticking my finger up your ass. Yeah. I was trying to find out what was wrong with you, yeah. Nick, and you had to make jokes. Uh, you know, <laughs> have you experienced that kind of strange, uh, nostalgic? feeling of a, a childhood place or something in your... Like the BBC, um, the, the other thing that happened to me yeah. was um, the BBC's got knocked down towards it was rebuilt, the place where the light entertainment department, the BBC, where I first went to the BBC. And I had really horrible experiences in there because it was, you know, I was trying to write for Weekending, which I hated. Oh, fuck uh, yeah. Which is this kind of topical radio show at the <laughs> time. Uh, and I remember at one point, after a year of it, at one point I got so fed up of writing jokes about John Majors being grey that I hid in... I, there was newspaper crates where all the newspapers got put in after they were used. Right. I took all the newspapers out of the crates, got in the crates and put a crate on top of me and refused to come out. Uh, and, but then that building was knocked down and there was this kind of... I had this odd feeling of being slightly delighted that that place that I hated had gone there, but also that my life, something from very important from my life, had disappeared. You were very much You're the very Bobby young. Sands of radio <laughs> satire. <laughs> I, I didn't put shit on the walls. Uh, <laughs> I could have done. Um, but uh, yeah, have well, you um, experienced that? It's a very difficult question. You know the question. opening credits to Peep Show? Yeah. Right there, I live there. I live basically round the corner from there. In, <laughs> what, in the opening credits to Peep Show? Yeah. You're like some kind of strange <laughs> sapphire and steel sort yeah. of... <laughs> As I live between the celluloid, I come out whenever Peep Show is shown. Right. I creep out of the TV. Just We're sorry. Here. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yes, carry on. You no, live it's, in it's place. So you, every time you watch it, it's obviously frozen in time. Yeah. Uh, and it's changed. And that TV shop that they're in front of is yeah. now, uh, it's now a sort of slightly horrible Italian restaurant. Wow. See, I told you it was a good question. It was a good question. <laughs> it was a good I like asking good questions. Have you ever... This is my good question from oh. yesterday. Have you ever seen a ghost? <laughs> it's a good question. If he, does, if he does a bad answer, it's his fault. It's a fucking good question. I can only ask good questions. If they can't come up with good answers, that's not my fault. Don't blame me. That's a, have, you, have you ever seen a ghost? It's, uh, a it, it's too early to say, <laughs> but I've never seen anyone who was a ghost at the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, that woman loved that. If it is a woman... <laughs> Because there's a, there's a guy who usually... Can you see him? There's a guy who usually sits here. I can't see him today. But some comedians can see him and some can't see him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Suddenly I understand I've been getting packed houses. <laughs> if you'd know him, he was there. Colin, he's a nice guy, Colin. Um, and, um, Colin the ghost. Colin, he may be a ghost. He may be a ghost. My theories are he's a ghost. Prob- he's probably a paedophile, I mean, but they, most of them are. Yeah. Uh, I didn't mean it, Colin. I didn't mean that. It's a horrible thing to say, Colin. I didn't mean it. Um, or he's going to kill me like Mark Chapman. <laughs> which is, is that a nicer thing to say than he's a paedophile? He's a, he's a potential murderer. Oh, that's fine. And he's a ghost. Yeah, and he's a ghost. <laughs> well, one of the, I don't think it'd be all. I mean, it could be all Casper three. Casper the friendly ghost and then Colin the over-friendly ghost. It'd <laughs> 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 be kind of bad, but it'd be, bad, I'd, it'd be awful to kind of get Mark, the kind of Mark Chapman stage now before you'd really done anything good, wouldn't it? Like... To be killed, someone. A, it'd be bad for him, or or any of them. It, Career suicide. It would be bad because you know you'd kill someone, but you wouldn't become notorious because right. you'd killed the wrong per- someone too low down the food chain. You've got to go for someone big if you're going to be that stalker killer person. Right. But B, it'd be un- bad for me as well because well, I'd be dead. That's the main reason. But also, my career hasn't taken off yet. <laughs> kind of like you know, I'm hoping it's about to. <laughs> After 25 years, that's what. No, okay, the audience fucking hate me. They, they, they loathe me today. It's because I called Colin a paedophile, and I do apologise for that. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if it comes out that he was. Uh, <laughs> and um, the question I'm asking everyone, a bit of phlegmy cough there. I don't know if you heard right. that. I did. <clears throat> um, felt it. Felt it was nasty. Um, what is... Uh, oh, th- that, this is Barry... When that happens to Barry Cry, he goes, oh, that was brought to you by the sound, sound of mucus. That's his joke. Uh, so, um, <laughs> uh, so I'm moving into that territory where I'm old <laughs> enough now I can start using Barry Cry as getting so. old, disgusting jokes. Uh, if you had to have sex with an animal, <laughs> if you had to, right? Wh- but you can choose the person who's making you have sex with the animal is kind enough to let you choose from <laughs> any species or individual animal. Right, so they're not a monster. <laughs> Pardon? Jesus. Jesus monkey. A Jesus monkey. It could be that, yeah. No, they don't, they, don't, they don't come until after three days. 
which animal would you have sex with? I'm not asking you, mate. If you, if you do an Edinburgh show, if you come to Edinburgh a lot and then put a big poster of your face up all over Edinburgh, <laughs> you can maybe sitting up here and answering these questions. What, have you ever um, seen a ghost? Not now. Not, l- not lately. I'm glad we got you, Nick. He's rubbish. <laughs> he started off well with the monkey juice thing. I thought maybe we discovered a new comedic yeah. talent. And then it turns out he's just rubbish. It's often the way with hecklers. They, uh, they get the first one comes in, it's pretty good. And then there's the law of diminishing returns. If you heckle, just do it once and then never speak again. If you get a laugh... That's my advice to hecklers. Have you, if you had to have sex with an animal, you had some time oh, to think about it now? No, I, you, I think you brought that man along to t- Whether or not I'm going to tell people that, well, it's lucky this isn't being recorded, so only the people in this room will know <laughs> this. Uh, I, <laughs> this is so weirdly honest, and there's no reason for me to tell you. I once had a wet dream about <laughs> it's, this is already about better dolphins. Right. I, I wasn't having sex with dolphins at all uh, when I was about 19 years old. Uh, I had a dream about dolphins and then woke up and I had ejaculated. <laughs> I thought you made And I wish I could make this funny with a joke <laughs> I prepared. But no, I just thought, you know what? I might. Now's the time. It's a good question. Get everything it's off good, my chest. It's a good question, the one about the animals, because you reveal a sight not often as clearly as it does this. Usually a psychiatrist would be able to look at it afterwards and go, I can tell you something about this bloke. This time we don't need a psychiatrist. <laughs> well, I thought you'd had a wet dream. I thought you'd just been swimming with dolphins no, and yeah. fallen asleep. But uh, you, no, they were just majestically. They are nice. Gliding through the ocean. Well, you wouldn't want to have sex with one because they wouldn't be able to breathe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I'm assuming I'd do it. Back of the head. They are. They are. Uh, they're very intelligent. So that's nice. You've chosen an intelligence because yes. it, go, it shows yeah. you go for for what's inside Respect. rather than rather than the yeah. outside. Although they'd be slippery, that'd be quite good fun. Mm. There is there in my book in my book talking cock available from GoFasterStripe.com exclusively. Uh, you can. Uh, there's a big picture. I've talked about this before. There is a. There was a website about how to have sex with a dolphin. <laughs> and, 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 uh, from a zoophile who believed that the dolphins were consenting, and right. it was all about making love and being in a relationship with the dolphin rather than you know abusing and just taking advantage of them. I, I think. I think. I think it's hard for an, a dolphin to consent, even though they're clever. I think it's hard for them to consent. I, I, can I just clarify. I don't fancy dolphins. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So there was no sexual element to the dream. Why did That's you why ejaculate? A, I don't know. What's wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> have you ever been to like SeaWorld in real life and I, then it's and come in your I pants I can't remember what happened and my face is up there and I'm not allowed in <laughs> this is a gigantic picture of yeah, my yeah, face yeah, yeah. that's where you got the poster from uh, but uh, but yeah it was interesting it's inter- but, you, but uh, if you give if you do end up having sex with a dolphin I can give you some advice oh please yeah uh, if if you're giving <laughs> if you're giving oral sex don't uh, don't allow it to come in your mouth because the, the force of the ejaculation will blow, will snap your neck. Wow. So when, when they leap out of the water, that's not muscle power, that's just what they've just come. <laughs> <laughs> it could well be. It could well be. And here's my other question I ask everyone. We've done quite, we've got quite, quite long with three. We haven't really talked about anything yet. No. Um, <laughs> we've talked about too much, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that you feel... I'm very... It's, I can relax. But my ultimate aim with the show is to make the uh, interview guests cry. <laughs> so far, I've failed to do that. But I'm going to try and fight. I'm gonna, I think any do... kind of salty liquid <laughs> come out of them. <laughs> I'm gonna get might be tears. Might not be. Uh, we'll get you a picture. We'll get a picture of a dolphin uh, in there. Well, what Steve's on. See imagine, what we... if that, imagine if that was your thing and you just couldn't. Oh, no. Again. You wouldn't be able to warn people. Yeah, can you not, can you not bring any pictures of dolphins around? Because I, I, I ejaculate the moment I see them. I'd so you're just, you'd, you're just this Russian roulette all your life. <laughs> and what would be awful is a lot of magic eye pictures are of dolphins, aren't they? And ah. you wouldn't know <laughs> <laughs> until, until your eyes are tuned in. You'd be like, ah! ah! Yeah, a lot of people have tattoos of dolphins. <laughs> they do. Well. Really like your tattoo. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if you had to have sex, they're quite sex-based, right. these two questions. Unlike the rest of my stuff. Yeah. Uh, like many you, religions, it starts this way. <laughs> it does. If you had to have sex with a Doctor Who alien, but it can't be a humanoid alien because the Doctor is, of Damn course, it. an alien. And so is some of, the ta- some of his assistants are aliens. Uh, which one of, the, uh, of them would it be? <laughs> that was a good question. That was, that was proper Parkinson. If you had to have sex with a Doctor Who alien, which one of them would it be? That is... Oh, I hate you. You're the worst. I know, you can fuck off. The people at home are really loving this. You're shit. I've been doing, I've been doing stand-up comedy for 25 years. My sense of humour is better than yours. 
and that me saying if you had to have sex with a Doctor Who monster which one of them would it be that is a fucking brilliant funny question uh, go on what is, what is the answer I've given you time by getting annoyed with the answer no do you follow the, Doctor the, the Who inside of a Dalek yeah that's, that's a popular choice that's because people go, oh, I can think of two. <laughs> it's good that you've thought of it because having sex with a Dalek would Zagaroth. be... Zagaroth. I don't know. Leela. <laughs> was she you? Leela, no, she's a human Damn being. Damn it. And uh, Tom Baker and... I oh, know it was Romana, wasn't it? Leela's the, is Leela the... I'm, I don't even know about Doctor Who. Is there, are there not even any fucking Doctor Who fans into... What has happened here? Why have you people come here? There's no paedophiles. There's no Doctor Who fans. There's only one ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Sutcliffe's here, at least. Look at that. He's, uh, <laughs> at least he's turned up. <laughs> the young Peter Sutcliffe. Before <laughs> he all turned, it could be the man. This could be, no. Uh, anyway, the I'm not, not with this There'll audience. be people in this room, surely. There's a podcast recording. <laughs> there must be people in this room who've actually thought about it. <laughs> what, <laughs> having sex with the Doctor uh, Who? Uh, yeah, of which we've probably got a list. Yeah. Number one, the Loch Ness Monster. Number two, the side, you know. I like the, I keep forgetting the name, but the one that the lizards that live underground. Someone gave me a, a doll of one the other day. It's oh, yeah. very useful. There's Simon Munnery. Look, he's just arrived. Hello, how are you doing? <laughs> he's doing his show after this. Do go and see uh, Simon Munnery. Fantastic show. And he was a, been a per- previous guest on this. And if you could go and see him and just sort of sit and stare at him awkwardly, <laughs> like everything he's saying is like shit coming out like a piece of shit has come out of his mouth has a piece of shit come out of my mouth Kate while I've been is that why everyone's looking at me like I'm disgusted so uh, you did um, let's ask you some serious questions now because <laughs> okay. the one about rape wasn't serious that was just a bit of a whimsy I thought I'd chuck that in um, what I, you did a brilliant podcast a couple of years ago where you um, you do a po- you do quite a lot of podcasts but you, uh, you, you'd done a, a recording when you were a student oh with... Yeah. Um, oh, my phone's gone off again during the recording. Terrible. Uh, with uh, Bill Hicks. When you were a student, you yes. interviewed Bill Hicks, the uh, yes, legendary comedian. Yes. And it's kind of this really beautiful recording of... The, I guess you were about 19, were you? Yeah. And, uh, and you taught you interviewing Bill Hicks and being a bit like I'm being now, going, oh, I missed it. So <laughs> why did you, how did it all come about, me to meeting um, Bill Hicks and... It came out, I had uh, started doing stand-up, and a friend of mine was just—he uh, was the editor of one of the student papers—and he said, uh, "Oh, you're you're in comedy, aren't you? Do you, you do an interview for us?" And we interviewed Jack D, and I was like, oh, "I don't really want to because I thought I don't want to talk to like a proper comedian because <laughs> I want to ask them, how do you start? Is it hard? Can I make any money? <laughs> you know, because I want to be a comedian, please." And then I sort of thought about it. I thought, do you know what? No, I probably could do a really good interview because I'm, I'm so interested in it. I, I, okay, and I worked myself up to it, and then I couldn't get hold of him. Right. So I sort of, you know, rang the theatre and rang his agency, and no one's interested. So I just got this thing: I want to interview someone now. Oh, who else is on? Oh, Bill Hicks. Yeah, he's brilliant. I saw him on Channel Four on Christmas. Mm. So I managed to get hold of uh, a number and arrange, and he he called me. And the interview. Um, I am sitting in my dressing gown on the steps <laughs> of a student house. Um, he's not there with you. He, no. He's yeah. on the phone. He's, he's just holding me, just holding <laughs> me gently. And I thought, uh, why is smoking so great? Um, <laughs> will it ever come back to bite you in any way? Um, and, and so I did this interview on the phone and recorded it. And then, um, uh, and then the next year he died. Yes. Do you think it wasn't con- directly connected to you? I believe his last words were, "Tell Nick, <laughs> release this as a podcast, <laughs> but not for ages." <laughs> but it was lovely because he, he had a re- he obviously really. Is that thing? Well, the thing co- is, we got well, on really well. I wrote like eight questions, and then his answers. And it, it is it still up online? Is can people still listen to it? Yeah, surely. And, yeah. and, and do you know, it's a DVD extra on uh, on the film American, the Bill Hicks story. Oh, it? is it? Yeah, yeah. fantastic. So, wh- whereabouts can people listen to? Because it's really worth listening to. What was, what was the podcast uh, called? Uh, that I did was a podcast it? with Rob Heaney called Doubling Up, and it's one of the, like if you look on iTunes, it's just down as the the Bill Hicks episode. Yeah, but he's, I think he's, I think you get this as a comedian. You'll often get interviewed by professional journalists yeah. who aren't really don't know who you are and aren't interested in you. And I'm sure that happened a lot. The same question over and over. Where yeah. do you get your ideas from? <laughs> what is the worst heck? you have ever had <laughs> that that is you. the worst heckle. I've got to write these questions down <laughs> I thought you were meant to ask about ghosts and stuff I had no idea but so he really what engages with me what is your favourite sort of animal to rape <laughs> if Doctor Who was going to rape any animal and you and you had to put it out as a podcast what animal and which doctor would it be? And you, it can't be Tom Baker. 
<laughs> but it's kind of lovely because he, he, he really goes on for ages and he really gets into talking yeah. with you. And he's sort of, there's a bit where someone goes, oh, I've got to go. And he goes, no, no, I'll carry on talking with you. Well, and then he starts interviewing me. <laughs> so he had to start talking to me. So uh, how long have you been doing comedy? Oh, I don't know, a few weeks now. I'd like, I'd, I'd, the answer was like, two, it was my second year at college, so I'd done like a dozen gigs <laughs> every two weeks for these eight-week terms. Or something. Yeah. So, oh, about two years. Oh, cool, right? Do you get, so then he said, so do you want to come on as my support act? So, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I may have misled you with this two-year <laughs> thing. <laughs> so this, it's, it, the, the whole of the interview is there. I think we blanked out the number that he gives me to call if I can do it. But for the rest of it, it's me going, well, I've, got, I've got to do a play. <laughs> I read this play that Wayne <laughs> Shepherd, you know, who, um, when the Perry Best Newcomer a few years ago with uh, yeah. Gary Lestrange, yeah. he wrote this play, this silly play that I was in. And I went, so I go, oh, I'm sorry, Bill Hicks, I might not be able to do it because <laughs> I'm doing this play with a mate. But I did, so I did it, I did both. How did it go? How did the gig they go? They thought I was him until I opened my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> there was a folk band called Balloon who were on for half an hour. By their second song, people were going, fuck off! We want Bill! Like, it didn't start till midnight. So right. like 1am, I walk on stage after the break and they're fucked. The audience is so drunk. And I'm a white bloke in a black shirt wearing glasses at the time. And everyone goes, ring! Yeah. <laughs> and just, except the front row, who could say I clearly wasn't. Right, basically, it's this huge, it's about 800 people. And I went, hello! And you can just see, you know the game Guess Who? <laughs> it was like watching, watching disappointment flick up on every face. <laughs> and, and I don't know. So I had, a, I literally, I've done like a dozen gigs. I've got about 21 liners to choose from in my bag of tricks. What about, uh, so I rode here on my bike. <laughs> Did you, Bill Hicks? That seems unlikely. <laughs> and just goes, you're ruining my night. <laughs> And so I just went, and it, the, the most amazing thing about understanding how someone has so much more stage presence than you <laughs> is I felt every step it took to take me to the microphone and every step back. I've got ladies and gentlemen, Bill Hicks, people went, way! And I walk the 12 or 20, whatever it was, steps. To uh, the and Bill Hicks is there going, thanks a lot, Nick. <laughs> and then walks on and destroys the place. It's an amazing set. But I was watching from the front row and he just filled the stage. And I'm thinking, I had to walk across that and it felt like the loneliest <laughs> pedestrian crossing in the world. And he's just filling it like a matchbox. <laughs> it's amazing. But it's so nice. I mean, it's sort of nice of him, but also, I mean, he must have... I mean, it's kind of it's so weird cruel. now. I'm now <laughs> significantly older than he was. Like yeah. seven, I'm seven, eight years older than he was then. Yeah, yeah. And I think, would I ever just have a student... <laughs> Interviewing me, hey, do you want to ruin my show? <laughs> yeah, come on, I've never seen any joke you've ever done, but we're getting on. Come on, yeah, do ten minutes at the top. <laughs> it was an odd thing That's to a, do. It's amazing. But it's kind of amazing, yeah. and, but, you know. But and with, with, I mean, really, do do uh, look that up and uh, listen to it because it's hilarious and love and lovely and charming. I think it made me slight. I think that made me slightly cry. Oh. I think that podcast, the interview, so it makes me feel just always slightly cringy. Listening yeah, no. to, but it's such a lovely. He's obviously such a good. Well, he's so nice, but it is. I think when you start, I think that bit where you start saying, "I'm not sure I can do it." <laughs> I mean, <it's> just, <laughs> I'm in a play. I, rem- I remember. <laughs> I t- there's a, there was a party. Um, a party. I think that night or the next night. Uh, I think Victoria Corrin's house or something. Right. It's one of those parties where, it's, you know, it's just everyone's smoking and drinking homebrew, which is horrible. And on the stairs, I go, listen to this, guys. And then listen to this this, <laughs> this interview with Bill Hicks. And the bit where he goes, so do you want to come on interview? I'm like, fucking come here! Because <laughs> <laughs> they knew I'd done like a dozen gigs. Like, Bill Hicks just has Nick Doody to it. Open for him. Open for him. It's incredible. Great. Well, look, we're going to have a, a quick break uh, from um, the chat. Uh, for some comedy, uh, and uh, this is this Anna time. It is for some kidding. We, we don't have to be funny. Uh, luckily, uh, this is uh, his anniversary of his first appearance oh, on cool. this show. He comes on every 23rd of August. That is a tradition. He's invited back next year. <laughs> Even if I'm not on, he's got to come on. Whoever is here, he's just going to come on and do five, a five minute song in the middle. I hope it's like some kind of Brechtian theatre. It'll be quite good. Uh, so let's get off, Nick. Why don't you get off? And will you please welcome the incredible Steve Gribbin, ladies and gentlemen? Much. 
Thank you, everyone. Uh, I'm doing a show um, about uh, nationhood and forming my own country, and it's based on the, uh, the debate that's uh, going on uh, about the independence issue in Scotland. And uh, basically, I've written a song about it. Uh, sorry, I'm a bit squashed. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is a, it's a dual personality song. Um, uh, I've attempted to get both points of view in, so it's a, it's a duet. Uh, which is, is fucking hard, because there's only one of me. Um, and uh, from the uh, England point of view, this song is entitled If You Finally Walk Out That Door, Make Sure You Take Your Fucking Shortbread With You. <laughs> um, from the Scottish point of view, it's entitled Ahahahaha, ah, 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 You Got Knocked Out in the Quarterfinals Again. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit of a mouthful on the chorus. Anyway, um... This one is a country song. It's another country song. It goes something like this. Scotland, don't say you and I are through Cause we've only just got used to the taste of iron brew Aye, but if in the R-E-F-E-R-U-N-D-O-M we should vote yes England, you can whistle for the money for bailing out RBS. We tried and tried, and I love you still. Christ knows we even cheered when you scored against Brazil. But if you go Scotland, honey, don't forget. We both got joint custody of the UK's national debt. England, I'm away home to my bed, and that's the way it's gonna be. That's a prescription for disaster. At least ours are free. Scotland, we can change. Aye, it's only been 300 years, what's your hurry? Oh, for fuck's sake, we've even started to warm to Andy Murray. We killed all those natives when the empire was new. Aye, we had such fun together doing those things we love to do. Scotland, if you go, tears will slowly roll down my face. It's not you, England, it's me. I just need my own airspace. Scotland, if you go, I wish you all the best. You're gonna need it in the Euro Vision Song Contest. But you'll find a new love when you walk out that door. Aye, we will, but when we go. The English are going to be fucked by the Tories forevermore. Thank you very much. Thank you. Steve Gribbin. Do go and see him. Fantastic comedian. Nick Doody is talking to Simon Munry backstage and has forgotten to come back on. Might be interviewing some other comedian. Nick! <laughs> Nick! Yeah, hello. Nick Doodle, ladies and gentlemen, welcome him back. I mean, there was a picture of a dolphin back there. You say, got something happened. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> Just doing up his trousers. Oh, Do- yeah. <laughs> the doing up the trousers was funny for one reason. Then you said, without seeing what I was doing. I don't know if there was a picture of a dolphin back there. Oh dear. No, I was having a wee. Ah, it always happens. Um, <laughs> that nature of being a human being. Uh, so, what's going on after Edinburgh? Are you doing? Have you got any plans? Uh, yeah. Well, you're gonna. Um, <laughs> you're like, uh, do you want to come Are you? Yeah. Wow. I, I think she could be the one. <laughs> <laughs> I got married recently. Yeah, it's going all right. Look. We've got a ring on and everything. Oh, sweet, cool. Yeah, it's, you get a free ring. Although, yeah, excellent. You know, you have to pay for it. It's no, you get a very expensive ring right. uh, that you yeah, then have to wear. And, then, and the problem is, once you got that on, other women know you're married, and so you can't get off with them. It's yeah. Really, I, just, I don't know. It's not. It's like a trick. I am starting they to. Think, they think. I don't get. I think. Oh, I get a ring. That's brilliant. <laughs> and then it's actually a way for them. It's like a tag. It's like weird. It is. They can. They, you're theirs forever. Uh, some women oh, I am going off the idea. Some women now. like it. Some women go, I'll have sex with you because you're married. That's good. 
They die oh, for Christ's sake. They no, don't, no, my no, wife's no, going to listen to this. You're so now. good at sex <laughs> that you've won a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one ring for every time I've had sex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, good. Well, that's where, where are you going to get married? Halifax. Nice. No. <laughs> Did you, is there any, I'd love it if there was no personal connection to the city. There isn't. Hooray! Um, uh, it's sort of halfway between our parents. Okay. Where they live. So no, it's, just, <laughs> it's just inconvenient for both families. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she's from Hebden Bridge. I'm from Shipley in West Yorkshire. Right. Hey. Which one? Yeah, oh, just, yay. Yeah. <laughs> She's learned, she's learned from my... I gave her some advice about heckling earlier. I said, if your first heckle gets a laugh, don't come back with oh, another right, one. Okay. So she was refused so to refused answer to the question. Refused to explain anything. <laughs> Where are you from? Ah. Ah. Okay, that is weird. Where? Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Are you a stalker? Are you going to kill Nick Doody? Wait, wait till he's more successful. Wait till people know who he is when they see a picture of his face. And then it'd just be better for both of you. Just, I mean, if it has a career, John Lennon shifted a lot of records after he got killed. Did it, that was mainly why. <laughs> that, was, that was, it was, you know, it was, there was negative aspects to it. I mean, he, shaft, he shifted a few before he got killed. God, you're weird. Uh, so maybe I've just gone. I've just it's, this is the day. There's a day you think is they're just going to wake up. One. I remember my friend Phil Fry used to lark, lark around in class uh, a lot, and Mr. Havegood, the maths teacher, said one day, Philip Fry, you're going to wake up and find that no one thinks you're funny anymore. <laughs> I wonder if this is my day. This, <laughs> this is the day it's happened. It's going great guns. Oh, I've got through Edinburgh. It's good. No. 23rd of August, 2012. No one ever found him amusing. His slightly offensive antics were just offensive again. How dare you have a go at Mark Chapman? He was a good bloke. <laughs> he was he was mentally I, ill. I remember a, a heckle once at a gig. Someone going, "Why are you laughing? He was just the weird kid at our school." <laughs> <laughs> good. I didn't even have to ask what's your favourite heckle. Uh, so uh, he gave it without uh, without being asked. So look, we're going to do a. Uh, what are you, are you doing anything professionally after you got married? Are you going to have a honeymoon? Oddly, I make a living from comedy. <laughs> are you? I mean, is there anything coming up? I just ask things in the slightly. That sounded like one of those things that your auntie goes. So, but you've got you've got a day job as well, right? Let's fall back on. You're not going to go. Are you going on honeymoon to swim with dolphins? That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> Does she know about the dolphins? No, she just doesn't know. A really powerful swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> right out of the water. Just um. is this because you said you hadn't thought about this for ten years? This dolphin thing. Does your future wife know that you ejaculate when dolphins come into your mind? Because I think we should then ask her. I might ring her up. What's her number? I'll ring her up now. We can bleep it out on the phone. No, we won't do that. There isn't time. <laughs> <laughs> you still want to marry him. What is coming up? What are you doing next in your job? Uh, I'm doing the news quiz. That's the, the last thing I do in my 30s will be the news quiz. Oh. You're still in your 30s. Yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm only in one of them now. Yeah, you do look, you look younger than that, actually. You, do, you look like you're young. Thanks, man. You've got a kind of boyish face. Thanks. It's enormous, though. It is. Well, on that poster, it is. We're going to do a, uh, a, a competition now, Nick, where you could win. <laughs> you don't get paid for coming. You could win one of these. Excellent. Uh, I've, I've always wanted to win some <laughs> unexplained laughter. <laughs> you could win... <laughs> you could win a badge and a stand USB stick. <laughs> You can win a brilliant tickets to Will Hodgson, who's fantastic, uh, kidnapped oh, cool. by Catwoman. Uh, Boy in a Dress, which is getting loads of five-star reviews as well. You get tickets for that today. These are just people here. A Ghost in Every Bar. Ooh, spooky that that would be there. By Ian Shaw, who's on somewhere. Oh, there's loads of CDs today. Uh, Sasquatch and The Lost Fingers. Don't know what they are. And if you go fast strike, you can win Fist of Fun DVD, available on DVD for the first time. Oh, cool. and the BBC wouldn't bring it out because they said it was too funny. So we've bought it ourselves. The second series is coming out soon as well. So go to gofasterstripe.com if you want to buy those. Uh, f- lots of discs, lots of extras. Uh, Norman Lovett, he's good, isn't he? Do you like Norman Lovett? Yeah, he's great. He's got his DVD from Go Faster Stripe. Collins and Herring, Earth, Wind and Fire. I was actually went for a drink with Andrew Collins yesterday. I, sp- I, I uh, didn't really speak to him that much. But I, uh, but I spoke was it, more was it to really him. really pleasant th- until a mouse ruined it? <laughs> <laughs> Made it. Um, uh, but you know, we talk more than we have in uh, like eighteen months. Uh, so uh, he's still a dick. Uh, what? <laughs> Are you just the most literal audience? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. If Richard says it's true, that is. 
I'm, this is how, where I get my news from, coming to this podcast. <laughs> Whatever Richard Herring says, definitely true. Uh, what would Judas do by Stuart Lee? Someone who knows all about Judas. Uh, and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Richard Herring, what is love anyway? Uh, available from GoFast Stripe, all of that stuff. You can't get the CDs. So that took ages to get through. And don't forget the. Why am I so bad at it? Oh. That was cheating. <laughs> I used the wall. Jerry, uh, the technician, was great. I mean, he, I, I, he did. He, he had a couple of goes and he kind of missed both times. I went, he's rubbish and he had it. But he, he got it. Absolutely. He got it really not explain what it got, is. He got, really clo- he got really close. We mustn't say what it is. This is the best. Uh, this is going to win a Sony Award. This I'm going to get. I'm sending this bit into the Sony Awards. Oh, and there's a prize for anyone at home who can guess what this is. So do email in and tell me what you think it is and what colour it is. Um, <laughs> so uh, we're going to make some statements that are either true or false. The audience have to decide if they're true or false. If you think they're true, the audience, you put your hands on your head. If you think they're false, put your hands on your bottom. Not all at the same time. I made you sound like put one. With, I said the audience as if you had to do, agree. It's, indiv- it's an individual thing. If you get it wrong, you have to sit down. If you get it right, you stay in and you might win all these amazing things. So everyone stand up and we will get started. Uh, the uh, jeans I am wearing today, I've worn every single day of the Edinburgh Fringe without washing them once. Is that true or false? Hands on your head if you think it's true, false. Yeah, put your hands on your bottom if you think it's false. How dare you? Of course it's false. <laughs> I washed them about three days ago after having worn them every day of the fringe without washing them. Uh, have you got a statement of truth or falsehood? Uh, yeah, the, the jeans I'm currently wearing, uh, Richard has worn every day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got to say what, uh, the jeans I'm currently wearing, I've worn every single day of the Edinburgh Festival so far. True or false? True or false. And the answer is? It is true. Wow. Scummy. Because mm. there's that song in there where they go, that bloke goes, I've had the same jeans on for four days now. I kind of go, well, so what? Fuck off. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Who hasn't? <laughs> four day, when you get to four weeks, mate, then you can start yes. crowing about it. Um, okay. Uh, I was on the BBC News site. There's been a lot of sad deaths have, have, have occurred. I don't know why people laugh at this. <laughs> The, it's been revealed that the newsreader Kenneth Kendall, who you remember from the 1970s, has sadly died uh, today. Is that true or false? Everyone, everyone seems to have gone for false. It is false. I do that one every day, Nick. I do it a lot. But one day, one day, one day yeah. when he goes, I'm fucking <laughs> going to take a lot of people down with that question. Yeah. It's a slow burner, but I'm going to get him. Have you got another question? Uh, yeah, the, the comedian Dennis Leary was once supported by somebody who stole my act. True or false? Mm. Wow, lots of truth. I don't think anyone's gone for false. This is very uh, useful. False as far as I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone stays... Unless someone said... Did anyone say false? You've won. Have you, were you still, you've lost. You was, you've won. It's all, it's all down to you. Congratulations. Nice to meet you. No, I'm not, not for the show, just you're quite nice looking. I'm married. Um, are you bothered about me being married? Is that, that? That's a nice ring. Yeah, it's a nice ring, but does it, does it mean that you wouldn't go and just have sex with me? Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> so you, just, you can still get out of it. You don't, you don't have to get married. If I wasn't married, would you have sex with me? Maybe. Maybe, see? What have I done? What have I done? What have I done? Why? I thought I seriously thought she would say no. Then at the second question, it's not as funny. You've read my book. Bloody hell! She's read my book. It might end up with champagne balls. That was a bit about she's, a threesome. She's well she's researched sex <laughs> with you. <laughs> if you've read my book, you'll know I don't like having champagne bottles put up my anus. So that'd be an amazing thing to say to someone during sex. <laughs> oh, you've done your homework. <laughs> I've actually got some other tickets to give out because no one came second. Um, has anyone been a nice? We, well, maybe uh, Peter Sutcliffe. You can go go and see Boy in a Dress, but yeah, keep your. You can, yeah, you can. All right. Uh, you I'm a bit worried a, if I give you. Ticket, I'm going to give. You suggested he was a poor athlete. <laughs> I did. Uh, there you go. Oh, you got stuff going on. Uh, you can see Munnery. Yeah, he's good. This is at uh, fourteen fifteen. Who would like to go to that? Sixteen fifteen. Sorry, that would be. Yeah, there you go, sir. Two tickets to that. Uh, and uh, there you go. You can have a USB stick and a badge. 
and uh, uh, you can have a badge. Thank you very much. Uh, well, we've done our time. That's fantastic. That's all we're here to do. Just clocking right. off. I'm going to clock off. <laughs> Can you please give? We've done an hour. That's all I have. That's all I'm contracted to do. Get out of these work clothes. And <laughs> <laughs> Go and find us some dolphins. We're going to end there. <laughs> Sea Life Centre. Uh, sorry for the horrible things I said, Colin. I didn't mean that at all. Uh, and, uh, but if it true proves to be true, I retract my apology because I don't want people saying I've apologised to a paedophile. Uh, I'm, I'm making it worse. Uh, I think he likes it. I think he likes me being rude to him. We'll find out on the last day of Edinburgh whether his gun is just How like How many a... wrongs till we can make this a right? <laughs> I don't know. There's no way out of it. And I've done it so much now, I can't even edit it out. Oh, uh, so we please give it up for Nick Doody, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, go and see his show. This is my massive face. Steve Gribbin, go and see his show as well. Thank you for coming. See you tomorrow. Uh, Simon Evans tomorrow. And he'll be wearing black tie. And that is true. Bye. <laughs>